the end of the week. It's Friday the 17th of March and welcome to Afternoon Sport. You're with me, Catherine Alcorn, and I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Happy Friday, mate. It's Friday, yeah. It's Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. What? <laughs> Fight up. I can tell. It's very exciting. What plans do you have for the weekend that you're so excited about? I've got my good mate Dave Sutton's 50th tonight down at Mossman Rowers oh. and... Um, Let's say, Dave, he is as loose as a wizard's sleeve. <laughs> it's going to be good fun. His, his mates call him Wolfie, like the Wolf of Wall Street, but he's a little bit different. He's, he's a little bit taller and he hasn't got a chopper, but everything else is the same, they reckon. <laughs> is it safe to have the 50th down on the water? What could go wrong? I know. No, it should be fun. Some old mates catching up there and um, it starts about 6 o'clock, as 50s do these days. What, what, exactly. What time does 70 start? It must start at 3 p.m. or something. Oh, but, God, it's the early bird, mate. Yeah. They must. You're, you know, start at 1 and you're in, you're in bed at 4. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, it should be good fun. Can't wait and... Um, we're going to celebrate the afternoon and uh, and he's 50 years on this planet. Oh, God, that's a good innings. Happy birthday. Happy yep. 50th. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. That's all I can say. Yes. <laughs> well, today on the show, we'll be talking cricket, golf, NRL, AFL, UFC and more. Stay with us. Whether it's for early morning coffee and pastries, long business lunches or post-work cocktails, head to District Brasserie in Sydney's CBD. With a modern Australian menu created to hero locally sourced produce and a unique offering of charred meats cooked on a custom-built charcoal oven. Situated on the ground floor of Chifley Tower, District Brasserie is open from 6.30am Monday to Friday for breakfast, lunch and dinner. District Brasserie, sophisticated yet casual. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. Kicking off with cricket now, and David Warner has been named captain of the Delhi Capitals in the Indian Premier League. He has. It's a it's a big honour for him, particularly yes. um, that he was banned from any captaincy um, abilities over here in this country. Indeed. Um, and at 36 years of age, uh, there's quite a few questions now going around about his form in <laughs> test cricket, but he's still the king of the white ball, um, that's for sure. And, yep. and to be captain of the, the Delhi Capitals is a, is a big honour for him. It'd be interesting to see how Dave Warner goes. Um, if he has a good series here, it goes into the one-day tournament over there for Australia. Um, I think Dave Warner, perfect world, he would love to have a fantastic Ashes series. If he does that, he'll get to retire on his own terms on Australian soil. But he's, he's a long way between now and uh, and playing that, uh, that final test match in Sydney. He needs to do well in the preparation, get over to the Ashes, score plenty of runs to give him a chance to retire here in Australia. And the Indian Cricket Administrator slams vicious and spiteful Kawaja treatment. I think this is a wonderful story for a number of reasons that we all know that India and Pakistan is, is sort of deep-seated hatred between those two countries that's mm-hmm. been going on for years and how um, someone who was born in Pakistan, talking about Kawaja here, um, Yep. was um, not given the proper visa um, credentials to get him into the country on time just due to that hatred. Um, but his cricket ability has overcome all this. And uh, 
it's sort of superseded years of political hate, which I think is a fantastic story that um, this BCCI cricketer in Australia said, now he's a fantastic guy, a great cricketer, and he should have been treated that way. I think it's a really nice story. I agree. Mm. He was the only Australian to have any visa issues yes. heading over. So it was great that he got out there and smashed it and gave them, flicked them the bird, really. I <laughs> yeah, thought it was fantastic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, that's, ban me again yeah, right. and see how far yeah, I can don't go. Don't piss me off. <laughs> exactly. And some big news from golf. Golf is headed for the second civil war as current and former stars divided over the game-changing rollback. What do you think about this, Shano? Well, the very reason that Live has um, actually come together is because that the PGA or the U, um, USGA has um, it's come together because they've been so behind, antiquated in their thoughts and, and the way they've gone about things. And um, that's opened mm. the door for Live. What they want to do now is that the PGA is saying, we want to go back to older golf balls that they can't hit as far, which is just yeah. dumb. And some big news over in golf. Golf is headed for its second civil war as current and former stars divided over the game-changing rollback. What is going on? Well, so stupid by the, the PGA, the USGA. Um, the reason that the live has come about is because the PGA has been so antiquated and behind the times um, and haven't allowed the development of the players in the game itself. Um, what they're saying here is that they want to use older balls so that players can't hit the ball as far, which yep. is just stupid because like uh, it's like saying uh, getting a Formula One car now and saying we won't let them go that fast anymore, we're going to slow them all down. Like, uh, people don't want that. They want to see the ball fly. They want to see players hit the ball further and stronger. And this is just a silly, silly move. It's playing into Liv's hands. And what they're saying is golf is now, there's such a massive interest in golf. So many young mm -hmm. people are taking up the sport. This could just deter them from moving forward. Yeah, well, for years in this country, while a lot of people my age didn't take up golf because you had to wear those stupid long socks and those <laughs> tailored shorts, you look like a, you know, a, a year two maths teacher. It was a shocking look. <laughs> Right? Crusty you literally hair. described my year two math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that they need to get with the times and, um, and, and by doing these sort of things um, and, and, and trying to de-technical the game um, is, is not the way to go forward. I agree. Well, stay with us because after this short break, we'll be talking NRL, boxing and more. Is de-technical even a word? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, so. It is now, mate. It, it is, is this uh, Friday. Yeah. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Over to 
AFL now. Richmond and Carlton can't be split as Tom Lynch's goal means the 2023 season opens with a thrilling draw. Oh, what a start. I was flicking between the AFL and the, and the Manly um, Manly game last night. And uh, what, a, what a great start for the AFL season. Uh, 58 58 all draw between Richmond and Carlton. And as you mentioned, Tom Lynch sealing with a kick, a, a kick from quite a, quite a way out um, mm. to secure the tie. He ended up kicking three goals. And unfortunately for Carlton, um, Charlie Curnow was the best on ground for them. He also kicked three goals. But yeah, 58 all. And uh, what, a, what a great start to the AFL season. Absolutely. And over to NRL now. Speaking of Manly, the Manly stunning attack raid. They were unbelievable. Um, they started so mm. well. Uh, they ended up winning the game 34 to 30. It was a flourish of tries in the end by the Eels. But um, I'll tell you what, this is form that we saw two years ago from Tommy Turbo. He scored two tries, and, and the way he started that, that first try he scored, where he was about 10 metres out and just crashed over the line, took on three players, and still scored, he's back to his best. Um, but Manly's uncovered this, this kid, Schuster, who's like, he was doing. Phil Blake chipping chases and uh, he, was, he was unbelievable. <laughs> it was really, really good to watch. And um, and Mitch Moses now is uh, he only kicked three from six, I think, um, uh, with his conversions, and was very, very frustrated with his uh, parasite. And Kalen Ponga's future is up in the air after he posted a very cryptic message on Instagram. What's happening? Well, the future doesn't look that great at the moment. The issue with Kalen Ponga is he's been a superstar. Um, you know, he's, he's played State of Origin. Um, but the problem is he is uh, a guy that was playing at fullback. You need to get the best player, get the ball in the best player's hands as much as possible. That's why they're moving to five eighths. But four concussions now, and and he's not great up in, in the defensive line. So their thoughts now, they may have to move him back to fullback, which who knows is going to play five eight now for the, for the Knights. It's not great for their team. But for his future, he does have a long life to live. Hopefully, after football, so you know, four concussions, concussions. You're going to be, um, you have to be a little bit concerned about him in the future. Not only of Caelan Ponga, but of the Knights this year. The New South Wales Police have issued a warning to the 14-year-old who allegedly hurled racial abuse at Latrell Mitchell. There is so much to dislike about this story. Yeah, it's um, well, there's a few there's a few issues with this story. Like, why is a 14 year old kid yelling out racial slurs? That's not great. Where are his Where are his parents? And and why are they not giving him a clip over the ear for doing that? Um, but full credit to both the NRL, um, the the police at the ground, and then the police how the police handled this. This is a serious issue. Um, as you said, they've issued him with a warning. Um, so he won't be doing that again. You, you would think not. But even when he was questioned. The 14 year old kid, he's got a bit of cheek about him. He said, oh, I didn't mean it in a racial tone at all. Like, Well, it's hard to understand how a 14 year old doesn't understand the weight of the words or the term black dog. This all comes down to education, Shano. Racism is taught, education starts at home. What do you think? Do you think that this young person deserves to attend more games? Well, I, I think at fourteen, I think this is the, this is the firm warning. And it, look, everyone makes mistakes, and um, but yeah, if it's it goes on again, you, you can't come back to to another sporting event. I'm sorry. Spot on. Now over to UFC. Casey O'Neill is ready to resume her fight to become Australia's first female UFC champion. Wow, this girl's strong. She's in the flyweight division, pound for pound. I think one of the most powerful and strong fighters 
Um, mate, she could backslam a grizzly bear. This girl. <laughs> Look, I, I'm just. She probably will. Yeah, mate. I'm just glad I'm not married to her because I'm going to a fifty tonight. If I get home late, imagine if you're married to her, she'd slam me as I got through the door. Where the hell are you been? <laughs> well, she's made an incredible recovery from her knee recon, and she's ready to get back in the ring. Yeah, it's good, and uh, currently ranked twelfth in the world. Um, uh, so look, look, fingers crossed, but, uh, yeah, the way that, uh, she was actually backslammed herself and then choked the girl out, um, in her last match and, uh, which just shows great presence of mind, extreme strength, uh, and ability to, to turn a negative, um, uh, incident into, into a positive one and actually win the match. Well, get it, girl. Shano, that is it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. And a big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet, the only betting app you need. And, of course, a big thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We will be back on Monday with your daily dose of sport. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care. Stay hydrated, Shano. Will do. (laughs) That was the beer going. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts like Lunch with Lee. Former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.